Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. I am your host, Lonnie Jones. I've been a minister for about 40 years. I've been a licensed professional counselor for the last 22 years. I also am an adventure educator and an avid outdoorsman. I volunteer as a police chaplain and have been assigned to a SWAT team for the last 28 years. Our life has been full of wonderful and interesting experiences, if not outright adventures. Our life also has been full of just the mundane, and I've come to find out that every day is an adventure. I used to write about these things in a little article, and now we've decided that instead of asking you to read those things, we're just going to let you listen to them. We're going to take the simple experiences of life and talk about facts, concepts, and applications. One caveat about the facts is that sometimes we're going to tell you things exactly the way they happened. Every now and then we're going to tell you the way people have told us they remember them happening with a little bit of embellishment. It's all in good, clean fun, and it's for entertainment and education purposes. In any case, we hope you enjoy Keeping Up with Jones. Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure is sponsored by SJNL General Contractors. They are licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee, and they provide services such as mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you need any of these services, contact them 931-433-4660. 931-433-4660. Also, they are in need of heavy equipment operators, concrete finishers, CDL dump truck drivers, and pipe layers. If you're interested in employment with this family-owned business, you can go to the website www.sjnl.com. That's www.sjnl.com. If you read science fiction, they refer to it as Sol 3. That's the third orbiting planet outside the star known as Sol. That's the name of our sun. There used to be a country song that talked about the third rock from the sun. There was a comedy show about aliens, and and it was entitled Third Rock from the Sun. I remember one of the characters was in the grocery store, and he could read barcodes. And it struck me as funny that he went, fat bar, skinny bar, skinny bar, fat bar, fat bar, skinny bar, $2.99. For whatever reason, it was humorous to me. But this alien lived on the third rock from the sun. There's a rock, a, a very prominent rock, if you travel north on the Blue Ridge Parkway between Brevard and the Mount Pisgah campground in North Carolina. Eventually, after climbing into the mountains, the road ends up with a pretty spectacular view. Off to the right down in the valley is a large gumdrop-shaped rock. The rock rises to a height of 3,969 feet above sea level with a prominence of 869 feet. It is known as Shining Rock, or colloquially, it's called looking glass. 
Now, prominence is the relative height of a peak in relation to the lowest area around it, rather than actually the elevation from sea level. The rock weeps, it drains water almost all the time. And when it is covered with the water and the sun hits it, the reflection is dazzling. That's why it's called shining rock. Geologists call it a pluton. It is a protrusion of granite rock that would uh, have become a volcano had it not cooled before it reached the surface. Stone Mountain in, in Georgia is a similar, although it is not actually granite, but quartz monzonite. Stone Mountain is about 1,686 feet in elevation above sea level, and its prominence is only about 829 feet. So if you've seen Stone Mountain, you sort of get an idea of Looking Glass, although Looking Glass would cover a much larger area than Stone Mountain. Uh, Stone Mountain uh, and its lesser friend, the dual-peaked Araba Mountain and Bradley Mountains, are known as Eiselbergs or Monadocs. Uh, rather than actual mountains. These are things that just pop up and they're like protrusions from the ground without a, a, a mountain range associated with them. Uh, the mountains of North Carolina are the friends and neighbors of Looking Glass. The first time I saw Looking Glass, it was back in the late 90s, and I didn't climb it for the first time until early part of 2000. Uh, I have not been back there in several, several years. I was able to return just recently with my good friend and my climbing partner, Troy Farmer. And uh, in addition to taking an anchoring class, building uh, rock anchors using uh, chocks and using expandable cams known as friends, uh, I was able to take care of some unfinished business. Years before, I had taken a group of students and was serving as sort of a guide for them to introduce them to rock climbing. I'd taken a guidebook for the North Carolina area and found a super easy climb that I could do and set up a top rope climb and then let the students get a taste of climbing. Top roping is when the anchor is fixed at the top and students climb from the ground toward the anchor and there's no chance for a dynamic fall. Uh, the little area is only like a five, six, which is a super easy climb. It, it's on a place called Stage Ledge, and the name of the actual route itself is called Short Man's Sorrow, and it's basically like climbing a rock ladder and uh, doesn't require any real special skills or any special shoes. Um, next to Short Man's Sorrow is a route known as Bloody Crack. It's a three-pitch climb, but the crux or the most difficult part of the climb is within the first three moves after you leave the ground. You have to jam your hand into a crack, lever off to the left, put your left hand into an eyebrow, and the rock is so polished that it's hard to get traction, so you really end up cutting your hand as you jam it into that crack, and you end up bleeding a lot of times when you climb that. I'd always wanted to try this crack, but it never had a chance to, and last month, I got a chance to actually climb Bloody Crack and, and did it without a fall. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's not that difficult of a climb, but it's a classic route, and it's well-known on Looking Glass. The first time we were there, I had a group of girls and we were setting up to climb at Stage Ledge. And there was another group climbing this classic route. And one of the girls wandered over with her little digital camera. This was way before there were cell phones with cameras. And she's going to take a picture of this guy climbing what looked to be a much more expert level route than the route we were on. 
and the guy in the party next to us said, hey, you can't take his picture. He's a sponsored climber, and you have to pay to take his picture. The student came back and explained this to me. I told her this was about as ridiculous a notion as I'd ever heard, and this dweeb's ego was larger than that rock we were on. Um, and by the way, what's a world-class climber doing on a rock that is visited by tourists, okay? Anyway, when the student told me that they said, you can't take this guy's picture because he's a sponsored climber, I said, go back and take his picture anyway and tell them it's okay. My father owns this rock. Of course, Captain Super Ego didn't understand, and he was also too chagrined to argue with us. What's my point? Somebody's going to be unhappy with what happens in, in our election. One group is going to feel cheated and going to accuse the other group of stealing. We're worried about who has the title. We're worried about who sits in the chair or who sits in the office. Don't get caught up in preening, prancing, posing power games of this planet. I really don't care. I, I, I do, I guess. I'd like to continue to live the way I'm used to living. But there were Christians in the Roman Empire. There were Christians in the Medo-Persian Empire. Well, they weren't Christians. They were God followers. There were faithful God's people in Egypt. There have been faithful God's people under every regime that mankind can imagine. So I don't care who sits in the office, or who holds what title, or what our economic system is. And the reason I don't care about that kind of stuff, you see, my father owns this rock. There are 32 miles of cave passages in Cumberland Cavern, 333 feet underground, is the Volcano Room. The Volcano Room is the site for the youth rally known as Erupt. It's an underground youth rally. It's an annual event, takes place in October. The next Erupt is scheduled for October of 2021. Erupt is a sponsor of Keeping Up With Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. If you'd like more information, you may contact them at eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. That's eruptyouthrally at gmail.com. Or check out their website for more information. Three W's and a dot. Eruptyouthrally.com. www.eruptyouthrally.com.